is gonna give it to you. Send him some well wishes and heart condition over the weekend. Uh, yeah, it's a little too much of the booger sugar and <laughs> yeah, he ain't <laughs> he ain't moving, kids. No. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Speak podcast. This is episode 154. I am Brendan, your host, and with me as always is my uncle Ted. What up, world? And with us as always is my other older uncle Brian. Hello, all. How y'all doing? Good, how are you? Good. Better Enjoy. than DMX. Enjoying this weather. <laughs> how, uh, has the, the countdown's officially started? 40 days, motherfuckers! <laughs> Countdown started a year and a half ago. But we are within 40 days of the So nuptials. all decisions have been made, you don't have to worry about anything else. <laughs> You're hilarious. Got all your RSVPs in. Yeah, every single one of them. Speaking of, if you're listening and got your invitation, please, for the love of God, send in your RSVP. I mean, like, you could have hand-delivered our invitation, like, six months ago. <laughs> you know, we were just quicker. like, fuck it, we'll throw them in. And it's like, you're in the wedding, your family, like, I'm not worried about your RSVPs. But oh, good, so I don't have to mess with that. You do need to do oh. it for... My sanity. Uh, but yeah, it's just like really weird because my Uncle Mark, who lives out in California, got his on Thursday of last week. And you guys, who live 20 minutes away from me, just got him today. So I don't know what's going on, USPS, but Donald Trump's not in office anymore. So feel free to go back to doing your jobs, right? Yeah, cut him a little bit of slack. That's a lot to uh, get back from. Yeah. I think that's part of Biden's $30 trillion. Million. Uh, but yeah, how about you, Brian? How's everything going on your end? Well, you know, it's a crazy, crazy world. Weather's nice. Good holiday weekend. Yeah, happy Easter, Nerd Nation. A nice little relaxing Easter. Yeah, it was good. Had the boys over. Yeah. Watched a little monster movie. Man. Super jealous. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, we okay. just I'm assuming he probably broke out all the big guns and yeah. surround sound with twenty foot televisions. <laughs> I ended up having to figure out how to turn down the subwoofer. <laughs> it was a bit much. <laughs> Shit was coming off the walls. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, well, Ted, have you watched anything new this week? Um, staying current on everything, we finished uh, the season finale of Resident Alien, which, good to hear that they're going to do a second season. Oh, good. So, uh, if you haven't watched that yet, you should watch it. I just found out it's on Peacock, but it is a couple episodes behind. Oh, yeah? Because I think they only have six episodes available on Peacock. It seems like the most convoluted distribution model for this particular series. Like yeah. it's like Welcome to NBC. Two on Hulu and the next four are on this and now the next two are on Peacock and so it's you know, though they're trying to lose an audience, I'm not sure. <laughs> um so yeah, so finish that people really are. Um and I think that's one we should I, I really enjoyed that one, liked it a lot. Give that a little um, deeper dive at some point. Yeah, yeah, let me get caught up on it. Maybe. Me too. Watched uh, Godzilla Kong on Saturday night, and that was good. Uh, staying current on Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I've been peeping the DC animated films just after the Justice League, just to try to get like point of reference for some of the things. And uh, watched Apocalypse, Apocalypse Justice League Ford. Dark. Apocalypse War, and then Justice League Dark. Um, trying to remember if there was another one in there that I watched besides that Batman Ninja thing, which was horrible. That's been about it. The Justice League, the the dark ones, tend to rank up the highest of all of them. Yeah, almost consistently. Yeah, and then Constantine had the City of Demons. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, I hadn't watched that one yet, so. But trying just to understand a little bit more of the lore and what means what there in the DC universe of comics, because I haven't really got into those. So, about it. what about you, Brian? Not keeping as caught up as I should, because I'm behind on Resident Alien, I'm behind on Winter Soldier. We did get to watch Kong, uh, yes, last night. Um, just been doing other things besides watching TV, I guess. Uh... I don't know. Did we ever speak of this? I think I forgot to uh, discuss uh, Coming to America 2. Did we talk about that? We haven't. Yep. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't yeah, watched I'd, it either. I'd seen that at some point in the recent past. I don't think I brought it up. And I have words about it, but we'll wait until you guys get to see it. <laughs> um, let's see. That's about... I mean, really... I think it. I feel like we watched some sort of. What movie did we watch recently? I feel like we squeezed something in off of Apple TV or something. Oh, I did not. I fell asleep and didn't get to finish it because we started late. But uh, the Vault. Uh, we picked that up on iTunes. It stars the kid from The Good Doctor. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Highmore. Yeah, Freddie Highmore, and it seems to be... It, it looks like a pretty decent movie. Again, I feel like maybe it's something that was made for the European market or something. They imported it. It definitely seems that way. Um, but uh, the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of it was good, so i got to get back and rewatch that. That's it for me. Nothing, Nothing great. Other Brandon, than Kong. what have you been watching? <laughs> I uh, obviously watched Kong this weekend with the Yonsei. 
We uh, snuggled in Saturday, uh, Friday night. Friday, yeah, Friday night. <laughs> uh, was really good. I loved how like just easy, low stakes, nothing like of you know. I it's got to hit these marks. It was I just- was wondering how they were gonna do, and it seemed like everything that we saw in the tra- uh, spoilers. Everything that we saw in the trailer was Godzilla because yeah. Mecha Godzilla was flat out Mecha Godzilla. There was no stripping of the flesh to find <laughs> yeah, the robot underneath. A, so I was waiting for that to happen and it didn't. And it was pretty cool once they decided to team up and then like the Hollow Earth stuff kind of got me a little confused, but I was like, I mean, it was not like I was like completely taken out of it. Just because of which way's up or I was like which way's up and like how is this gravitational force working? Like, well, there's a there's a there's a flip of gravity. Right. At some point and you pass that barrier. And when you go through that barrier, it compounds all the gravity and then twists it upon itself. Right. So but this machine was able you, to You would have to have that. something that could withstand that. To, to be able to make the trip through it, where apparently Kong could just do it because he's big. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, apparently... The big, gravity doesn't affect him. The big same monsters way. can pass through it and, and survive it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, bummer, no stinger. But, you know, if they do something else, I'd be more than happy to see it. And, got you know, it I would be... both of them to do their own thing. I'd be more than happy to, like, go to a theater right now and watch it again. Like, I yeah. had that much fun with it. And I didn't really have to pay the first time, so... It was a good... It was just a good time. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. Um, got, like I said, found out Resident Alien was on uh, Peacock, so we... Or I watched the third episode really good uh continuing my law and order svu train i'm into season seven now um aaron started rewatching superstore from the beginning i gotta interrupt you okay when you sent us that text message that said woo resident alien is on peacock i'm like i read it and i'm like who gives a shit for Resident Evil? I don't care. <laughs> we don't talk about that shit. I was wondering why nobody responded. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> and then when you just said it again, I'm like, did he actually type alien? Or And I just read it, Resident Evil? And I, I okay, so. I did type alien? Yeah, you did. Okay. Did. Uh, but yeah, that's it's so good. I, I enjoy that show thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, what else? Oh, it is... WrestleMania week, so get ready for that shit. I was gonna ask you, that shit's all free now on Peacock, right? It, it, well, it's not free. It, it, it's the same way that they did the subscription services for the WWE Network, but they're getting rid of the network and moved everything to Peacock. So if I have Peacock, then you I get- have WrestleMania, you have all the wrestling shows, mm-hmm. all the documentaries. Everything will slowly start to come over. Like they didn't just drop the entire catalog. But everything will start to merge itself over. WrestleMania will be the first one that is solely on Peacock. So it, WWE Network will be done by Saturday. And they moved the night it airs or something, right? So NXT, which is like their rookie division, is moving from Wednesdays to Tuesdays uh, to not compete uh, with AEW Dynamite, which is their weekly show, and it's on Wednesdays. 
And so, yeah, NXT is going to move to Tuesdays starting this week, and they have a pay-per-view called Stand and Deliver because uh, they normally do a pay-per-view the week of WrestleMania. And so they're doing a two-night event on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then the Hall of Fame is on Friday, and they're doing last year's class and this year's class. So tell me more, WrestleMania, what is that? What is, what, what's, that what's at stake here? What's, WrestleMania what's, what's is the like line? the culmination of it's everything. The of them all. Is the this like Super stage. Bowl for, yeah, for, essentially. Fake, for fake wrestling? The stage of the immortals is what they like to call it. So um, what's the, what, what's the, um, uh, the shit, the main fight, the... Main event. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> totally so my head. now that like the women's division is actually like a viable source of people who are good at what they do. Sure. At Royal Rumble, you have a women's Royal Rumble and a men's Royal Rumble. And the winner of those matches get to choose a champion to battle at WrestleMania. And so the Royal Rumble is the first paper event of the year. And it starts what is called the road to WrestleMania. And so new storyline. It's kind of like a season premiere whereas tables ladders chairs is kind of like a season finale uh and so all the new stories start because you have the winner of the royal rumbles picking their fights and so edge who came back last year when i started watching at the royal rumble he came in number one this year beat out all 30 competitors and smashed that win at the royal rumble so he decided to take on Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns has been kind of a kind of a weak ass champion. Like he he's kind of been like missing for a while too, right? Well, he was missing for a lot of COVID because of his leukemia, and then he came back and won the Universal Championship, and has it, but only defends it like at pay per views. And when he does do it, it's always a shady win. It's never like a flat out win. So, all right. There's way too many titles for me. Way there's too many belts out there now for me. There's only six belts. That's way too many. That's not too many. I grew up. You grew up belt. with Monday Night Raw, and that I grew, was no, it. Uh, no, 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 no. You I, did not grow up with one belt because even back in the '80s, they had more than one belt. They had the heavyweight champion and the intercontinental champion. That's right. That was it. No, you had a North American champions. No, they didn't add that shit until much later, until like Nitro days. No. Yeah. Then you got the cruiserweights, the middleweights, the. Anyway, so what? What is the grand? What's what's the highest title out there now? So essentially, it's because they have two different shows. They have the same amount of belts for each show because then you have Survivor Series, where the champions from each show battle their equal belt title. So on Raw, you have the heavyweight championship belt. On SmackDown, you have the Universal Championship belt. This is all... It's not that diluted, just... Uh, it, yes, it is! So then on all right, you know... Raw, you have North American Championship, and on SmackDown, you have the Intercontinental Championship. Then there's tag team belts for each show, but only a singular tag team belt for the women's across both shows. So those mm-hmm. champions get to travel to any show they want and take on competitors from each one. But there's a Raw men's tag team and a SmackDown men's tag team. That is ridiculous. Then you have Cruiserweight, but Cruiserweight is only done on main event or 305 Live. I'm not going to pretend to know what those words meant. Those are other shows. (laughs) Why did they... Were the athletes complaining about having to do two shows a week? 
I mean, obviously, I know that they do more with the road and stuff like that. But having two, <laughs> they work two big shows. Having your Monday night and your Friday night show. I think it was just a, grab. and then your once a month pay per view. Right? Were they like, this is too much wear and tear on us, and so they decided. We're going to do one night for these people, one night for these people. We'll make it a draft. We'll do all that. Jazz. Yeah, they do the draft each year. And I think, like, essentially what it was is they had too many wrestlers to try to compact and do a three-hour show once a week. And so to make your wrestlers more viable, you give them more playground space. And so you have – and thir- and SmackDown has moved multiple times over right. the years. It's moved networks. It's moved days. Monday Night Raw has always been and will always be Monday nights on USA. And it, I think they Peacock. It, well, now <laughs> in Peacock. But it'll be on Tuesdays on Peacock. Uh, so, I mean, obviously we should just set, a, so, set aside a show for us to just argue this out. I would love to. Okay. That would be a dream. All right, let's make it a topic. Uh, so this year, though, the big battle is a triple threat match. Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan for the Universal Belt. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the heavyweight championship belt. Asuka versus Rhea Ripley, who is fresh up from NXT. She kicks ass. Uh, And Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, who is Snoop Dogg's cousin. She's the SmackDown Women's Champion. And she's she's a baller, too. Yeah. She was, like, the first generation of, like, badass wrestlers from the women's division they got brought up in nxt um but yeah so happy wrestlemania week nerd nation we, we can do this we should do this like a week where he's out because i don't think he has any interest but you and i can uh we can argue this out yeah like i i will uh because it was you and trapaw that got me into wrestling because trap always watched monday night raw but you were always more into nitro and then we went and saw Ready to Rumble with Josh and Matt Swickert. And after that, I was like, fuck yeah, wrestling kicks ass. <laughs> what else are you watching besides wrestling? Um, I think that that is it. I have fallen behind. Oh, uh, Sopranos. We are midway through season five. We didn't get to watch very much yesterday because it was Easter and we had family over. Um, but we are, yeah, we're, so we're, we're there with... Uh, Sopranos, and it's starting to get it, Aaron. It was the episode where he meets that broad that hangs out at his dad's gravesite, the gold digger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she was yeah. like, "I swear to God, if he fucks her, I'm done with this show." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, he's either gonna fuck her or kill her." <laughs> I was like, "It's one or two. Uh, and oh, and then Steve Buscemi just. Killed the guy for New York, or killed the guy and gal for New York. Oh, okay. Because he was not getting as much, or he was tired of the Asian guy busting his nuts at the masseuse place. Um, yeah, and then Aaron's been rewatching Superstore, so that's been fun to go back through. Did you watch the finale yet? Yeah, we did. It was really good. Did you watch it, Brian? Yes. Made me kind of. Emotional. Get a little misty. <laughs> yeah, they kind of had to scramble and get that shit together. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Cool. Well, Godzilla vs. King Kong crushed at the box office, but for some reason, Fantasy Movie League is now not working. 
I don't know what they're I, doing. I did go on through the website, and it still pops up. Just says they're not fun. They're not working right now. So. Yeah, it's like it gives a it gives you a call them or something, but it's like then league. L E A. Yeah. Oh, this is more than what we had before. Temporarily, temporarily pausing fantasy movie league. Yeah. So yeah. So once that's back in it, hopefully soon. Yeah. Right. Who knows if they recovered. Yeah, it's not even doing anything. You can't. Hmm. All right. Cool. Uh, all right, we'll move on into our nerd news. Brian, what do you got for us? We're going to let you grab bag this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have nearly the amount of time I usually have to prepare today. Um, so, But I did have a few things. Why is that I... Can you hear me? I can't hear me. Wait, what? There prepares? Shut up. Shh. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there, I'm back. Um, so... So tell Batman me... Batman gets a new Batcave. Oh, I read the headline on this. Was this Is this comic book? Or? This is comic book. Okay. So apparently uh, he's, he's building out a series of micro-caves okay. throughout the city. Under underground because apparently, is this is how far I'm out of the story. But Joker did something to ruin his millions, so now he's poor Batman. Oh, <laughs> which just can't last. No, um, it's his superpower. He has money. Right. That's that's you know what's your superpower? I'm a billionaire. Um, so he is hand DIYing himself little bat caves in the sewer systems around. Gotham. So this is going to tie into the uh, HDTV show, <laughs> yeah. where you can make over the back, build your own cave, build your own cave, build your own lair. Um, so that was that was kind of interesting. I mean, we don't really get into the comics too much, but you know, he's taking a turn. That's for sure. Um, most of that was around Kong. We're gonna cover that later, or at a different time. Um. I didn't have a whole lot. You guys took the good stuff. Uh, Discovery. We get uh, new trailers from Star Trek. All the Star Trek shows. Discovery, Lower Decks, and Picard. Apparently there's a rumor or or, uh, Q is going to be making a Picard appearance. And you are not happy with that. I am not a fan of Q. I think it, it, it just seemed to be like... I don't know. Maybe it's the actor... I do not like him. His face is yeah, stupid. He bugs me as an as a person. I think uh, your face is stupid. So that that's a problem. And then just this omnipotent kind of snap your fingers, godlike. Mister you know, Mix Mixoplex. Yeah, he's basically Mister Mixoplex, and and uh, made for a couple of good episodes, but otherwise it was always like you know you're 15 minutes invested in one of the episodes of New Generation, and then or Next Generation, and you're like, oh. It's a Q episode. <laughs> I get it. It was going good, and that oh, it's a Q thing. Oh so, no! Uh, yeah, I'm not happy about that. But Lower Decks, a Discovery is good. I, I mean, that you show like is, Lower Decks? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. 
it's uh takes a minute, but it's uh it's it's got humor. There's there's something there. It's uh it's uh yeah. it's a show. It's a show. It's, you know, it's got it, that going. It, it, it for came it. out in the middle. Of, it came out in the middle of when nothing was coming out, and so it it gave us something to watch, which we did. Um, but Discovery, big fan of that. That's always been good. Um, yeah, Q returns. It's terrible. And then, uh, you know, no big. Sl- I'll pull this one too. But Stallone will not be returning to. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Creed Hang on three. a second. Did you just separate your munchies into individual piles and eat them? Yeah. <laughs> this episode has been sponsored by Munchies from Frito Lay. Get all your favorite snacks in one bag. You for for real? What? <laughs> you should probably just buy the little individual Frito. I don't like Frito the cross texture. Mix mix. Uh, That's the whole point. No. <laughs> the point is to get a multiple snacks in one bag. You, we need to put it out there. Yeah, Create a poll. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Brian. Oh, no, it's all right. No, no big good news. I mean, Stallone's not going to be around for Creed Three. He's passing the torch and moving on. Is he going to die, do you think, or just not be there? It's not gonna, if he does die, it'll be kind of like how they've done all the others. Like Creed will just walk up to his head tombstone. And, and he'll be gone. Boom. Rocky. That would make it permanent, which, if they don't, leaves the door open for him to come back at some other time and then have a match against Creed. Yeah, when oh, Creed's dead. <laughs> which could happen. Did you ever see but the he will not be returning for the third installment. <clears throat> I think it was the second one where he's fighting Drago's kid. Mm. And he gets knocked the fudge out. They're rehearsing. and Oh, in real life? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is sitting there doing this the entire time. And the guy he's fighting is sitting there doing this. And like they just get a little bit too close. And he just... And he's out. Glass jaw. Damn. <laughs> Is pretty uh, pretty brutal. So that's all I got. Sorry, I wasn't better prepared with that's any right. more juicy stuff, but we'll get the juicy goss next week. You guys got some of the better ones. <laughs> Chad, what do you got for us? Okay, news-wise, Netflix dropped damn near a half billion dollars to procure the rights to two Knives Out sequels, uh, only carrying over Ryan Johnson. The writer, director, and Daniel Craig will return as Benoit Blanc for so, both films. So how much did that movie make? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brian. The first movie had a budget of forty million dollars and grossed three hundred eleven million dollars. So that's that's not quite a half a billion. No, but Netflix paid four hundred and fifty million dollars to purchase the rights to the two sequels. So, you know, what, nine times out of ten sequels don't do quite what the box office of the original, right? Maybe, but I think Knives Out really kind of ran for a while, especially because I think it it was like on the tail or the beginning end of COVID. Yeah, it, the was, t- one of it the was the last movie I've seen in a theater. The theater, I watched yeah. it January 1st, 2019. And, um, 2020. Yeah, I think it may have been the last one we went and saw in the theaters, too, but... Uh, they're really banking on it, and somebody really needs to explain to me outside of memberships, like how is Netflix making money? And I mean, is there that many people 
watching they're paying for netflix or diary there's gotta yeah be. i think they're across the world with different platforms they're so, doing out so much yeah. money on stuff um so i'm assuming that they're going to give them a little bit bigger budget maybe bring in some i mean it had a pretty stellar cast the first one so you got to think that uh, they're going to do the same thing for this one so uh but if um the franchise remained owned is remaining Remains owned and licensed by Johnson and Bergman on a picture by picture Berg uh, basis. So, uh, thus, they had the opportunity to make the biggest deal that they could. A discreet auction was held between Netflix, Apple, and Amazon, with Netflix coming out on top. Uh, the first sequel will begin shooting June 28th in Greece, and casting will begin immediately. All right. So, those of you looking for that. Um, then we have two pullouts. Uh, DC pulls out of Juan's Trench and uh, DuVernay's Gods. So it was announced a while back that James Wan's Aquaman movie was going to have a spinoff called The Trench, which was going to focus pretty much on all those evil-looking creatures that we saw come up out of nowhere and kind of like give you a history of the whole Aquaman uh, universe. Well, they said, thanks, but no thanks. We're not going to do that. And then um, Ava, uh, I'm not not saying her name right. Duvernay? Duvernay. Duvernay. Ava Duvernay. Um, Her and Tom King had been developing the new gods, based on the Jack Kirby comic. They've been working on that thing for three years. And the comic was going to, or the, what they were, the movie that they were going to work on was going to be like basically Darkseid's uh, origin story and uh, how Apocalypse came about the, and um, New Genesis and all that jazz. Uh, so they have said that um, they are just not going to move forward with those. Um, outside of Matt Reeves, the Batman, which I heard a rumor today that that's supposed to be, or yesterday was going to be World 2. It will exclusively, like, it will take place on what they're considering Earth 2. Earth 2. Uh, DC is planning a shared universe future with films of The Flash uh, in 2022. Kia setting all that up. Black Adam, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Blue Beetle, Batgirl, Supergirl, Green Lantern Court, Static Shock, and Zantana. Zatana. Zatana. Uh, plus the Wonder Woman, third Wonder Woman, and then the JJ Superman. Yeah. So, uh, I think it kind of sucks. I mean, it would be kind of shitty to put three years into something just to have. Yeah, and like especially with her, like she could crush that movie. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, she's she's got skills for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just weird to um think about that to put three years into something and just be told no thanks like, no we're but, good i mean they're getting paid to do it so no skin off their nose mm-hmm. i mean there's plenty of people out there who get paid to write a script and they you know that script ends up being something else and they get paid and they move along so yeah. um and then the other pullout story i have is that universal may pull back films from others a uh, reporter at Bloomberg indicates that NBC Universal may pull, soon pull its films from competitors like Netflix and HBO Max. Currently, HBO Max has a contract that allowed to stream new Universal pictures nine months after they hit theaters, including Fast and Furious and Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Netflix has a similar deal with Illumination, which is Universal-owned. 
Uh, both deals expire this year, and when they do, NBC Universal has the freedom to potentially move those films over to its own Peacock service. So there you go, another service that you have to get. Uh, HBO Max is currently doing day and date releases of all of Warner's 2021 theatrical titles and expected to shift a strategy in 2022 that sees those films arrive on the service 45 days after the theatrical runs. So there you go. Kaboom. Uh, for that. Um, and then I don't have a news story so much as just want to say this. Fuck April Fool's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on so many bullshit stories. They like, man, I've managed, I've managed to steer clear of everything. The only, like, I thought it was like last year where everyone was afraid to do anything April Fool's because yeah. it was already like doom and gloom at that time. The one that got me was somebody put up that Henry Cavill signed on to do two more Superman movies and it was going to be a surprise villain. And you re- start reading the story, and it, they said, oh, they're going to bring in Mr. Mixoplex. And you're, I was just like, whoa, that is super fucked up. And then it was like, source, April Fool's Day news. And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the only, I mean, the only one I've, the only one I really fell for was the Michael Strahan one. Because they did, they oh, went the all gap. out with his teeth. <laughs> oh, that's. I just I, found out today that that was fake. Can I, can I, I jump like, back for my news segment for a second? Oh, yeah. What? Did you guys see the trailer for, um. The Jason uh, Statham movie, the the Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man. We watched it last. We week watched on the it podcast. together. Okay, never mind. That's where I did see it then. <laughs> you watched it with us. Damn, that looked good. <laughs> okay. I can't remember that was here or somewhere else. I saw that. <laughs> are you are sorry? You, are you going to sure. talk about trailers? <laughs> okay, go for it. All right. Uh, we did get a boatload of trailers this week, uh, so I'm going to highlight a few. Uh, we, I think it was today, we got the Loki trailer for the television show. We did. It was today. Uh, and a release date of June 11th, um, which would be nice because that'll be right, right after, right after I turn 34. Uh, but it looks great. I think that we will get a lot of answers, uh, across the Marvel universe with this movie because essentially what has happened is that. Loki takes the Tesseract and then creates his own branch. This is him getting knocked out. Watch. (laughs) That can't be real. Like That had to be for the footage. Do you see his face snap? (laughs) Well, he's a good actor. Watch, watch, watch. No. Yeah. (laughs) He's out cold. Anyway, sorry. Uh... Loki. Yeah, so Loki steals the Tesseract and creates his own branch of the timeline that the Ancient One warns us about. And so there is an agency within the Marvel Universe called the Time Management Agency, TMA. Is that right? Yes. I think so. Uh, headed up by n- n- no other than Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Uh, and so essentially they work together to right the wrongs of history to piece the Loki together time anomalies. yeah the time that yeah that loki caused because of his test track <laughs> i love that he, they make him basically, wear that jacket to this variant on the yeah, back yeah <laughs> i mean basically he causes a shitstorm and then somebody makes him pick up his mess do you think yeah. like funko or any of these companies will start like creating variants of that one with him wearing the thing this is variant oh yeah oh 100 variants they, of the variant yeah. uh but yeah, I thought it, it looks really great. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm going to uh, watch it weekly. 
And it starts after Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. It almost looks like when they were showing those branch points that the branches, some of them are going to come back on themselves. And he's like, we got to get to this before these things cross again. So, like, two branches oh. take off and then... Crossover. You're going to cross back over. So, it's going to have some deep-seated time conversations, I'm sure, in our future. I hope so, because I'd really like to know what honestly happened with Captain America. So, um, We did get a final, quote-unquote, trailer for Black Widow, which showed a little bit more of her and Yolanda back in the day. Uh, you got some young uh, David Harbour in there as well, which was a fun one because he was on an episode of Law and Order back in the day. Yeah, he was a creepy guy obsessed with dolls that his mom gave him. <laughs> it was very awkward were to watch. But he was young. Russian dolls? They were not. That would have been a good tie-in though. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've all been on board for this. Movie I've opted for not to watch that because I don't want now. another trailer. <laughs> I mean, uh, either give me the fucking movie or just continue to piecemeal it well, so 35 they, seconds yeah, at a time. So July 6th is its release date, and they have decided now that they will do the premiere access on Disney Plus with it as well. So that's so, where you got to pay another 30 bucks, Right. And for you a still don't viewing. own it. Yeah, for a one-time viewing. Just a one-time? I think so. I've never done it. Uh, I, I thought it was... think you get to watch it as much as you want for the first for whatever 30 days that they do that on. If I remember right, okay. I think you can. You got multiple viewings in there, but uh, but then but it's like released two yeah, months later own, or something yeah. on Disney Plus. I still think they would hit a. I think they'd hit a much bigger home run if they ran that premiere service as a yeah. You pay thirty bucks, you get to watch it now, even if it's just one time, one viewing, or forty eight hours worth of viewing time or whatever. But then when it releases, you get the digital copy. Oh yeah. I think that would they would I think they would just do so much better at that because I mean that's the thing that but they're you know, able to double dip doing it this way yeah but you know it kept me from buying into Raya the Last Dragon see you Matt uh yeah that'll be out June fourth I saw that last so night so that's I was like yeah if I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay thirty bucks for this one and not own it yeah that's but and like how long though before it hits. Disney Plus. It's like two Ray months. is going to be out in on June fourth, and that came out March something. Right? Okay, yeah, so, so it's, it's like a couple. A it's a couple months. Um, and then ugh, and then we got the Space Jam trailer, which I could Wonder just give two fucks Jam. about. This seems Somebody's to be causing calling. more trouble than it's well, worth. Well, <laughs> and it's just it, a lot of people put up the comparison that it's just mm-hmm. like Ready Player One one point five. Yeah, because it is combining all of the universes. Like they soar past Westeros, Iron Giants, and this one too. Yeah, and it's because Warner Brother owns them all. I know, but I'm just saying that like we got this in Ready Player One, and so it's like, do we honestly need to do that again? Like, why can't you just hash it out with Looney Tunes and then they're? How strong is that script? You think that they have to bring in all these characters? <laughs> Well, it's gone through like four different directors and rewrites, and it's just like I, there's no need for this, except for a nostalgic money grab from my childhood. That and you know, welcome to being over thirty. <laughs> there's probably some NBA people that just didn't have a whole lot to do this last year. Yeah, I'm sure there's that too. Uh, so I don't. Did you guys see that one at all? Did you yeah. Watch nope. it? Did you get the gist of the story? It's. <laughs> Did the first one have a story? 
Yeah, the first one was the Looney Tunes got kidnapped by these guys who were running an amusement park, and he was going to make them their slaves, but then Bugs Bunny was like, fuck you, we'll play you in basketball, and if we win, then we don't have to be your slaves, and if you win, we'll become your slaves. So they're like, tight, we'll meet up here in like two weeks and play some basketball. So Bugs Bunny was like, sick, I'm going to go to Earth, get Michael Jordan. But then the Monstars were like, tight, we're going to go to Earth and steal all of the power from the greatest basketball players ever. Oh, that's right. And so with this one, his kid... What the hell is going on? I don't know. It's your buzzing buzzing because your phone's on there. It's because of the Pokemon. When they pop, it vibrates. Uh, Yeah, it does. (laughs) But like his kid doesn't want to play basketball but he wants his kid to play basketball talking about the new one the movie and so then they're in an elevator and it goes to a secret floor did you see it had buttons on both sides i did first (laughs) thing i noticed so don Cheadle is the bad guy yeah he he plays like the the internet the ai like the super intelligent ai who's trying to take over the world yeah so and it all comes down to a game of basketball yep with the goon squad is what they're calling Right, and they're not other NBA players? No, they're like weird mythological creatures. Right. Like one's like a robot, the other one's like a Medusa. I don't know if they were like pulling them from other universes or... I don't know, man. What? I don't know. wasn't here for it. not excited, but I figured we had to talk about it. Uh, Zendaya's Lola Bunny. She will be voicing Lola, yep. Which that girl can't stop working. Apparently not. (laughs) She's like, fuck it, I'm going to retire at 30, bitch. Retire at 25. Uh, Yeah. So we'll move on to our main topic this week. Uh, We got some... er, I'll put this up. Yeah, I was going to say if you could. On Dark Horizons today, our favorite news website, uh, they released... Where is it? A formula, right? Yeah, what are the most acclaimed comic book films as determined like... by a yeah You're is there. the volume up okay yeah did you just turn it down nope hey buddy what you doing stinky bear I got cheese. string cheese for me thank you <gasps> for awesome string cheese is my favorite i got colby jack i got colby jack i'm just saying yeah Fuck you, Dad. Apparently. <laughs> right here, old man. Easter was cool. Kick rocks. My uncles are in town. Kick rocks. Um, so the good people at Dark Horizons put together a formula. Uh, they combined three scores for each film using three major sites. Um, the critical countings of Rotten Tomatoes, the more selective critical assessments of Metacritic, and the open-to-the-public IMDb user ratings. Um... One thing that they decided to let go is Rotten Tomatoes' uh, tomato meter score is ignored in uh, favor of each film's average rating by critics out of 10. So, a film like Watchmen scored a 6.2 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. On Metacritic, it was 56 out of 100. And 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. The result would work out like this math formula. (laughs) No. So it's like two point. Brian, is that the anti-life equation? That's what it looks like. No, because it doesn't take into any emotional variance. <laughs> so you have six, like six point so, six point two times ten, 10 plus fifty six 
Which is which was fifty six? The Metacritic score. Okay. Plus, Plus. seven point seven times ten gets you one ninety five divided by three equals sixty five. So they multiply the other two variants by ten because the one in the middle is a hundred base system. The right. other two are ten base systems. Right. Correct. So you add that up, divide it by three, you get an average you of three just, scores. Right. So you normalize so, the three scores. So they're basically taking the average of Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, and IMDb users. So. And Mrs. Bridges said I would never use math in real life. <laughs> uh, over 200 films uh, included in the study, and quite a few were knocked off from the list. Um, Mostly movies I've never heard of. Yeah. I know The Lone Wolf and Cub and Prince Valiant and Asterix, but... So, do you want to start at the top, or do you want to start at the bottom and work Let's our way up? Let's start at the bottom and work our way up. All right. Were you surprised at what was at the top? I was a bit... Okay, at the very bottom, at 22.6%, you have the Jamie Kennedy show, Son of the Mask. Which I don't think I've ever even seen that. I didn't know. It, I did not. It was the sequel. It, to yeah, I can't believe it even uh, ranked. Uh, then you have the Crow sequel. The tri- It's the third one in the. Oh, is it trilogy? Okay. The Wicked Prayer, which starred uh, Edward Furlong. Pretty certain that was like a direct-to-video type. Uh, of yeah, movie, it was it? like Edward Furlong and Tara Reid, I think. Uh, Last Days of an American Crime. Which I think that was on Netflix, right? That was like this year on yeah. Netflix. Uh, the Shaq movie Steel. Then you have Halle Berry's Catwoman. Then you have like the... The original Captain, Captain America. America movie. I burned the fuck out of this at Blockbuster <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I watched that movie so many damn times. Go ahead. Uh, then we've got Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, Marmaduke, uh, Virus with Jamie Lee Curtis, Batman and Robin... Nipples for Life. Oh, Nipples for trade? Life. Term Life, which I don't know. I have not seen that one. Um, the, uh, oh, what was his name? Howard, no, you're Matt. Oh, he no, not Matt. Josh Tranks. Josh, what? Josh Trank. Tranks. Josh Tranks, Fantastic Four. This is the uh, Young Squad, a, right? Yeah. The Michael G. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Bell. Howard uh, the Duck, really? Howard the Duck came in at 36.3. Which is another one of my favorite comic book movies. Can't believe it's below barbed wire. Yeah, but bare, well, it's tied. It's tied uh, <laughs> with the Pamela Anderson-led barbed wire. I mean, how are like Garfield? How is this a superhero movie? It's, it's a comic, comic book. Comic, comic movie. Book. That's why this is a little bit different. Not even comic book. It's just comic. Well, they did books of. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, then you have Supergirl, uh, thirty-seven. Dylan Dog, Dead of Night, which is another one that I enjoyed. Brandon Routh led. Uh, Red Sonia, Jonah Hex, I Frankenstein, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Whiteout, which is uh, another one that I have not heard of. Uh, the Spirit, Man Thing. Oh, Man Thing. Was it, uh, is that the original one with the. Oh, what's his name? Yep. Um, Louis, or was it Louis? No, you're thinking of Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yes. Thinking of Swamp oh, Thing. This is Man Thing. This is Marvel's answer to Swamp Thing. Yes. Uh, Polar, which was really awesome. I like that was a fun movie to watch. I don't think I've seen that. That was a Netflix one with Mads Mikkelsen, and he's a bounty hunter. Oh, okay. And yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. the bounty hunter of bounty hunters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, then you had the Crow sequel, City of Angels. Uh. 
R.I.P.D. With... Which I enjoyed that movie. R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid as all hell, but I, I enjoyed that, that was, one. That was one of those ones. Uh, Electra with Jennifer Gardner. Somehow the sequel to Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, got better than the original. Uh, the Hellboy from David Harbour. Teenage God, Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. That got 40%. 40.6. Uh, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, is that the time-traveling one? Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Ninja uh, Turtles. Then you had Spawn from back in the 90s. Uh, Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser. The Return of Swamp Thing. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And SpongeBob. And SpongeBob. <laughs> Uh, the original Fantastic Four movie that came out in the 80s. Which I, don't which I think this is the movie that never actually came out. Came it out. never came out and right. it scored? Yeah. yeah. How? Well, the critics must have seen it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the original Annie. Jason Momoa's Conan the Barbarian came in at 43%. Judge Dredd, the Stallone-led vehicle at 43%. Ghost Rider. Um... The first Ninja Turtles with the CGI and live action. The That's Dol- the most recent one. That well, it's the first of the most re- recent sequels. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's Punisher came in at forty four. Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau. Uh, oh, and then Punisher Warzone that had Ray Stevenson in it as Frank. Bulletproof Monk, I did not know was a comic book. I did not know that either, but I enjoyed that movie. That was a fun movie back in high school. Uh, The Kitchen, which is a more recent one as well. Officer Down, D-O-W-N-E, so I assume that's his name. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that. Priest, which was like the Catholic killing vampire Yeah, that was good. That had a, I like that. That had Vision Vision and Vision and Dr. McCoy in it. Yeah. Uh... Superman 3. Superman 3. MIB International. Uh, Blade Trinity. The Thomas Jane Punisher. The first Fantastic Four film with Chris Evans. The Crow Salvation, which is the fourth one. Got better than the third and second one. Green Lantern. Pretty high on the list for my liking. Can't believe Blade Trinity beat it. Yeah. Also, the highest we have Ryan Reynolds so far. True. Uh, New Mutants scored just above that. Tank Girl. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Still a little too high for my liking. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Bloodshot. Last Brian movie I saw in the theater. Venom. <laughs> Smurfs. The Lost Village. The Lost Village yeah. beat Venom. And then the sequel, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. Uh, Ben Affleck led Daredevil. The 30 Days of Night sequel, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 from the 90s. Suicide Squad. Speed Racer, which was a phenomenal movie. Really? I loved that movie. It was aesthetically Yeah. I mean, it's not like a great movie, but it was so fun to watch. Uh, then you got Rise of the Silver Surfer. That was a Fantastic Four movie. And then you got your buddy Billy Zane in there with the Phantom. I always liked that one, too. I liked too. that one, too. Josie and the Pussycats. 
The Shadow, which is another one of my favorites. And and right like same universe as the Phantom, so Yeah. Uh The Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. It was a great movie. Uh Arnold's Conan the Barbarian is at fifty one. Robin Williams, Popeye, uh TMNT, which was the animated film. Uh Old Boy, the American hey. version. Uh, Batman Forever at 52%. Men in Black 2 uh, came in at 52.6. And you had Kick-Ass 2, The Losers, Justice League. Now, I didn't see. Is this Whedon's Justice League? Yeah. Okay. So, Justin, uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League got a 53.3. I don't know how. X-Men over... Origins Wolverine. Uh, it tied. Okay, that doesn't make a little bit of sense. Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, all three of those tied at 53.3. 13 Sins. Time Cop. The original Swamp Thing. What was 13 Sins? I have no idea. Uh-uh. Uh, the original Swamp Thing. The Bruce Willis-led Surrogates. Uh, the Woody Harrelson-led Wilson. Black Mask, Sin City 2, A Dame to Kill For, 302, Rise of the Empire, Yeah. Uh, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle, the original, original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Rock's Hercules, is based on a comic book? I guess so. I guess. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens, which is another good one. It was a fun one to watch. Yeah. Sorry. Red Red Two, uh, Blade. Red Two was fantastic. <laughs> Valerian so underrated. And the City of a Thousand Planets. Art School Confidential. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Constantine. Which I would put. I would put way higher. Yeah. Because then you've got Astro Boy and. Hulk. That movie was really awful. Astro Boy. Oh, it was so sad and yeah. just not good. That was the other thing too. Aaron got very sad watching Godzilla vs Kong. Like she why? was like, I just want them to be buddies, and they're just trying to go home. And why can't they just go home? And it's like, okay. Uh, then you have Ang Lee's Hulk, and then Thirty Days of Night, Wonder Woman eighty four at fifty three point three percent. Beat out by Barbarella. Beat out by Barbarella. Uh, Attack on Titan, the live-action movie. Dick Tracy, Blade 2. The original Conan the Barbarian. But that was down. No, uh, that was... uh, Was that the sequel? That was the sequel. The Destroyer. The Destroyer. Then Conan the Barbarian. From Hell, X-Men Apocalypse, The Rocketeer. I have a hard time believing that Apocalypse was... Damn near 60%. That should have been so much lower. Oh, should have been yeah. far lower. The Maybe either right above or right below uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I would put it below. Uh, then came in the Rocketeer, uh, Mystery Men, and Adele Blanc Sec. I don't know that one. Uh, Itchy the Killer. Itchy. Two Guns was a comic book? Guess so, yeah. Uh, Batman the Killing Joke. Oh, that was a terrible one. Which, they're putting those in here? 
Yeah, I feel like we have not. I feel like we haven't seen. We've not seen one other animated yeah. of that caliber movie. But if so that's where that, them, out of all of them to pick, they pick that one. That okay. Well, it's I mean, the, it's saying. the lowest ranked one so far. Yeah, I don't know if there's another one in there. Okay. Oh, that would seem really weird. The Adams Family. I guess since it's a direct comic interpretation, maybe. Uh, perhaps because the killing no, joke animated. was well the killing joke like was an actual book like the other ones are just like adopted stories to where it's like yes this happened the flashpoint paradox should be on here then too we'll see the adams family the original one uh oblivion the amazing spider-man 2 with electro spider-man 3 with black suit spider-man extraction which i did not know was a comic book as well yeah X-Men 3, The Last Stand, Aquaman, The Mask, uh, Alita, Battle Angel, Danger Diabolic. I don't know what that I've one never is. never heard of that. Uh, the Batman 66 movie, Flash Gordon, Men in Black 3, Adam's Family Values. So they're pretty closely related. Thor of the Dark World. Once Upon a Deadpool, which was a PG-13 rating. What are they doing including that? I don't know why. Yeah, well, I mean, I get like, I, I get it, but only if other things are going to be happening. Uh, the original 300, Man of Steel, The Wolverine, uh, Ed Norton's The Incredible Hulk, Tamara Drew, I don't know that one, uh, Iron Man 2, Something, something, Cleopatra, Cleopatra. <laughs> Mission Cleopatra. Uh, was that two words? Obelix, asterisk. Ast- Ast- I think it's asterisk and obelix. Oh, it's one. I thought Cleopatra. they said they took out that. Oh. Uh, Red, Dread, led by Carl Urban, the first Thor movie, Atomic Blonde, Zack Snyder's Watchmen, Wanted, uh, Ducktales, the movie. Birds of Prey or the Emancipation Shh. of Harley Quinn. That thing was turd. Arf. I would put Suicide Squad above it. Ah, uh, I. Uh, it was art. I mean, it was good. But I, it wasn't yeah. like you know. Uh. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Uh, the Old Guard, which is another Netflix one. I haven't seen that yet. That is good. Captain Marvel, Batman Returns, I Killed Giants, Captain America: The First Avenger. Zack Snyder's Justice League scored a 67.6. Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence. The original Kingsman movie, Over the Hedge. Did not know that was a comic. Right. Uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Iron Man 3. Tales from the Crypt, the first movie. Ant-Man. The 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton. The first X-Men movie. Superman Returns is better than the first X-Men movie? Go fuck yourself. Superman or, Returns is better than Man of Steel? Batman or Ant-Man or Iron... Or, or Captain America? Or yeah, Captain no America. way. No way. Whatever. The original Hellboy movie. Okay, so... <laughs> Age of Ultron is better than the first Avenger? No. That doesn't make well. Whatever. These are critics. I mean, we're within a percentage point of one another, so those you know, aren't so bad. But I mean, that's just a good day, bad day for whoever happened to rate them. Yeah. You know? uh, and sometimes it has to do a lot of the you know a lot of those ratings have to do with the environment and the timing that they're in as well. True that. Yeah. 
Uh, then we got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, then we got Tekken Kinkrete, which I, I do not know what that one is. Uh, v for Vendetta. The Adventures of 1010, the Peter Jackson one. Was it Peter Jackson or Ron Howard? Uh, I think that's Ron Howard. Spielberg. Was it Spielberg? Uh, Deadpool, the first one. Well, I think if you Sh- take Jackson and you cross him with a Ron Howard, you get a Spielberg. You get a Spielberg. <laughs> uh, Deadpool 2, kick-ass. Deadpool and Deadpool 2, same score. Same score, yeah. Tying up with Shazam. Kick-ass. Got a 72, Men in Black, the first one. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Joker. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, which got a theater release, so I guess I could see that. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Also, X-Men First Class. I don't know if that's better than the first X-Men movie. I don't think so. I do. The Crow. Yeah. Yeah. The Crow, the first one with Brandon Lee, got a 73. X-Men 2, X2, X-Men United, for going full title. Uh, Got a 73. Metropolis, the anime. Uh, got uh, 73.6. Doctor Strange. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is 73.6. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. The that, first just, Spider-Man movie. Golden Army better. was better than the first one. I, the first I would. I would say no. I would say Golden Army was better than the first one. No. I think so, huh? I did. That it just seems crazy. like they had their style and they went with it. And like just like fully embraced it in the second one. Okay. Um, then you have the Lego Batman movie, which I do not think is better than 75% of what's below it. Road to Perdition, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, the 76 Batman animated Return of the Cape Crusaders. That's not animated, is it? It was. live. I don't think so. Well, why does it have Adam West and Bruce? And because it was based on the 76 ones. They did the voices still. Oh, yeah. they did the voices still. But it's like their actual. F- I think that's animated. It's animated. It uh, came out not that long ago. Yeah. They did two of them. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which I think should be a little bit higher towards the top. Wonder Woman as well. Avengers Infinity War. Ghost in the Shell, the cartoon. Akira, the original. Thor Ragnarok, Sin City, X-Men Days of Futures Past, Batman Begins, uh, the first Avengers film, Captain America Civil War, the original Old Boy, Iron Man, which I'm surprised is that low, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, uh, the Chris Evans Snowpiercer, the Diary of a Teenage Girl. I feel like we're going to get into like the really artsy fucking comic book films. Like Ghost World is going to beat out Infinity War. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, a History of Violence. Different people rating these things. Uh, yeah. Logan, Spider-Man 2, uh, Superman the movie, the first one with Christopher Reeves. The Wind Rises, which is a Miyazaki film. So is Porco Rosso. And Nausicaa, Ghost World, Death of Stalin, The Dark Knight Rises. You're telling me The Dark Knight Rises scored better than Batman Begins? Yeah, looks like that way. Avengers Endgame, uh, Black Panther. 
Now keep in mind, you're complaining about percentage points. You're like, I know it's like very slim. Like Batman still. Begins is seventy six point six six, whereas, well, I guess that is Dark Knight Rises is eighty one. That's a bad example. Yeah. But go ahead. But like, Avengers and the first Captain America were like a point away yeah. from each other. Uh. Blue is the warmest color at 82.6, tied with American Splendor. Persepolis at 84. The Dark Knight at number two with 86%. And topping the most critically acclaimed comic book film in the history of comic book films. According to this formula. According to this formula with these critics at 86.33%. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which I can agree, I I can tolerate. See, because I th- I think part of the part of what doesn't work here is that I think like when someone's rating, say, an anime movie, it's rated among against other anime movies. So it's not like they're not taking it in. They use the same score for everything, which is why this. Yeah, but but works. when when someone's doing say a Rotten Tomato score or you know one of those three scores. They're looking at it in the context of anime. And, you know, this ranks here not because they're looking at it in the context of all movies being made. No, no that's where I think you're wrong. That's where you're wrong on that. Because I get why you would say that, but that's why they use these critic scores is because this critic is saying this movie is getting scored the exact same way Captain America is getting scored, the exact same way Akira got scored. Cisco and Ebert gave a thumbs up for a movie, whether they liked it or not, not if they liked it within the realm of Of it being a drama or it being a comedy. Like, it's thumbs down because it's funny for a drama. Right. (laughs) It's thumbs up for his comedy. So, no, they, I mean, and that's the whole point of, I guess, not even so much anymore because of the internet, but critics back in the day, you know, there was, you're able to watch it within that same realm of Spectrum. spectrum. Thank you. So, I'm not hating uh, Into the Spider-Verse being number one. No. You can make that strong argument. But, like, I asked that question of, like, where is Flashpoint Paradox? If Killing Joke's going to be on here, why isn't that on here? Maybe it just didn't get enough screening to get a score for one of them. Or, like, yeah, like, I mean, Mask of the Phantasm, the only way that I can see that is because... It was a theatrically released. Well, and I guess I guess Killing movie. Joke did get a theatrical run did too. It? Yeah, 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 it did. Okay, Maybe I don't, I don't know why, why but it, I remember it did. Because it's we, like we had talked about going to see it, and then we were just like, "Man, we'll wait." Wasn't it like one of those like fathom event, fathom things? event things, like a, a single night deal? It could be. I think they had a lot more hope in that thing than what they thought. Anyway, oh, yeah. Um. So. On the DC side of things, you got Dark Knight, which still seems to be the pillar that everybody holds up for comic book movies. I guess. On Marvel side, you got Black Panther and Endgame coming in at the top. Yeah. If you want to, well, if you count Spider-Man. I didn't even yeah. feel like all. I didn't even feel like all the MCU movies were in there. I suppose they are, but I, they know. are. Yeah. Like I didn't see Ant Man two. Was that in there? Ant Man and the Wasp was down there. Okay. Yeah. It was actually higher than Ant Man. Yeah. Well, rightfully so, I think. But yeah, so I mean, you know. I don't think The Wolverine was on there. The Japan one. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. Because there's Logan. Uh, It was was down here towards the the middle of the pack. 
I mean, I can scroll through and find it if you want me to. No, you, uh, you keep scrolling and talking. Um, I mean, I gotta be honest, I didn't hate a whole lot on this list. It's kind of like, uh, right there. Okay. The Wolverine. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this isn't, I mean, this is, you're taking scores from other critics and, you know, making it a formula, but I'd be, there's, there's probably a few changes that I would make, but not a whole, whole lot. There's also actually a lot of these on here I had not seen, like, mo- you know, mostly the anime stuff, but. Yeah, like Tekken Ken Creed. Yeah. That Asterix movie. I saw Kick-Ass. Did we see Kick-Ass 2? Yeah, it was okay. lower down. So, Metropolis I hadn't seen since high school. Yeah, I remember seeing that. But, well, hold on. Let me... What? Maybe that was a live action, because... No, it's it's the one that they put out not too long ago. But they did two of those, so why is that one on here, but the other one... Or was the other one... The other one was, I assume... The live action... Yeah, from back in the day, the the, the one mean, with the shark. Oh, so right. it's got to be theatrical release, right? That's what I'm assuming. Return of the Cape Crusaders looks in select cinemas October 10th only was the way it was released. And that may be why, like... That's why, yeah... Maybe like Flashpoint Paradox isn't on there because it didn't get a theatrical. It's a 2016 it. American direct-to-video animated superhero film produced by Warner Brothers based on the 1960s Batman. Mm. So, wh- where's your issue? It was originally it was originally to be released directly to home media. The film premiered at the New York City Comic Con. Uh, on October 6, 2016, and that, and then had simultaneous release on October 10th in theaters for one day. There you go. Okay. So they just had to have... So I guess... Nausicaa, Porco Rosso, and The Wind Rises were based on comics. I, I mean, I didn't know that, but I guess that means that Spirited Away was not based on a comic. I don't know. I just, you know, it, the Dark Knight Rises is that should not have that score. But so I'm not a critic. Uh and these were not based on my scores. So I will continue to go fuck myself and deliver pop culture news on my awesome podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Award-winning podcast. Award-winning podcast. Don't you forget it. Um yeah. How did you feel, Ted? Uh, I'm pretty good with it. I mean, I think they're being quite liberal with the comic book. Like, blue is the warmest color. Like, that is like a coming-of-age lesbian story. Oh, that, yeah, I got, like, big... Like, how do you compare that to Endgame or, you know... I mean, some of these fall in Superman, that realm the movie from like 1978. That I wouldn't yeah. consider to be comics. I mean, do you think a history of violence or road to perdition as comic book films? I don't, but they, like, the source material is a comic book. Right, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's what it all boils down to. You know, anything, you throw anything in there on the comic book. I mean, how's that Garfield? Yeah. So, both of them. 
But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'd be a little bit more out- outraged if it wasn't Into the Spider Verse on top. You know? Yeah, like if blue is the warmest color, it was like number one. I'd probably be pretty shitty. But yeah, I mean, but it's like then then you're you're not arguing the score. You're arguing whether or not it should have been included. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I saw this something that they did, and I thought it was kind of fun and pretty comprehensive list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, Ghost World. Like, I loved Ghost World. Uh, that was a good movie. American Splendor, I couldn't really get into. Not a big crumb guy. It's Paul Giamatti all day, buddy. Yeah, I know. Death of Stalin, I didn't know, was a comic book. Yeah. That's from the guy that did Veep. He, I think he adapted it. He directed it, yeah. yeah. So. And I mean, yeah, it's got all of our comic book films on it. The most recent And ones. so, I mean, what, 84, we said, was the top score? And what was the bottom score? 86.33. And the bottom, I think, was 26. 23 or something? 22. 22. So, yeah. Ugh. Gotta wonder what they... I mean, I feel like Steel was better than Catwoman. Ah, you're arguing two <laughs> points. You're arguing a point and a half there. Give me Marmaduke all day. I have to say, I am surprised that uh, Howard the Duck was as low as it was. Dude, that makes But I think sense. that maybe, like, it's got more of That's a nostalgia a mistake, yeah. thing to it. And, so. I mean, meeting Leah Thompson. Oof. Yeah, I should have gotten something. Should have got something signed from her, but I oh. did. <laughs> uh, Martha, you're funny. No, we don't make any money from this. No, we do it for the love of pop culture, the love for the game, and love for Nerd Nation. You should have a free news resource weekly to go to. Cool. Well, you guys got any merchandise you were wanting to chat about? Skip merchandise last week. No, I don't remember. And last week because we went like two hours. Yeah. Right. No, I don't have anything. No, nothing new. Mm-hmm. No, just gearing up for summer. Yeah. I bought a lawnmower. That's my new merchandise. Oh, you talked about that last week. <laughs> uh, we did get an announcement that. Oh, that's you what got it like was. mosquito or something. Yeah, yeah, you got. It was like a month ago. Oh, I got uh elephant. No, man. It, Mantana. 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 Which still just looks goofy as hell. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't put eyeballs or irises. Because eyeballs pop. Yeah. Well, his eyeballs popped out, but he still had black pupils. Well, they all have black pupils. I He's mean, got they, white ones. I know, but I'm just saying that I think I would rather see him with white pupils or white eyes. Did None you? of the pops. Like, that's not their style. You don't get pupils. I guess... But that's that's still, not a yet guess. That's their thing. Yeah, and they, I'd rather see Mantenai with white ones instead of black ones. Yeah, see? they are all either black or white or blue. I mean, like, that's what, what they should have done even, is make his eyes bulge out. Even on the cartoon. Like, he's got... And his are yellow in that one. Well, that's from the cartoon. They made him yellow. Well, that's what they should have done is given them yellow pupils. That's the cartoon. It's not based on the figures, which which these are. And I do agree with you. They're missing out on some of these. Like, they should have made his eye pop. You know, they could do that. 
You should, uh, if they do a fister, fistor, uh, jitsu, fister, fistor, you know, Hardly have, know have them have the, the chop in action. Yeah. I, you know, King Hiss, they could have like, you know, do the pop off skeleton tongue or something. Yeah. That's a miss. But like, yeah, it just, I, mean, I don't know. Than, it's like straight up missing. Other than the Ned Stark head pop. I mean, there's very few interactive pops, right? They've been, I mean, they've had, of course, I can't think of any, but I know I've seen some. That, like, <laughs> Meg said she knows we make 10 bucks. <laughs> they, like, there are some that, like, yeah, like, have interactive features with them. But, yeah, like, his magnetic head that can be chopped off. That's, like, the only one that does anything. And the rest of them are flocked one way or the other. Well, and then it's, like, we tried to figure out, like, all the Marvel and all the Star Wars are all bobbleheads. But like DC or stationary heads. Yeah, I think that has to do with the licensing, licensing. rights. Are the He-Man bobbleheads? No, they're f- final figures. Oh. Uh, but that was the so, one. Yeah, like even the Triclops, like his head doesn't spin. It, they do spin, but it's not like you. I mean, you really got to be like. <laughs> Does he have other eyes? Got yeah, do- he's got the three eyes. Okay. Uh, you have any merchandise? I was going to say, the thing that I was talking about that's 20 years old is the Harry Potter Lego figures are celebrating their 20th anniversary. It's so fucked up. Just fucking mind-boggling to me. Well, uh, it took them, what, 12 years to get to the last one, so... Yeah. I mean, these books came out when I was in... God, I had to have been in fourth... Fourth or fifth grade. I think fifth grade. Uh, so yeah, so that's just that was kind of heartbreaking. But they're releasing gold minifigures with the sets, kind of like how they did the, the original Wars, with the yeah. Star Wars ones. And then we got a new. They're gonna do a Batman helmet. That looked pretty dope. Looked pretty cool. That's begging for a light up kit. Oh, for eyes. sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't think outside of that, I don't really have anything else. Just saving up for this wedding and honeymoon. Yeah, they released the Star Wars. Uh, we got a Vader helmet and a Scout Trooper helmet coming. We talked about those and then the Imperial droid. The droid is sick. That droid is dope. Yeah, it is pretty cool looking. It, it does fall. It does. I, I looked at it and it does fall under my sculpture. Like, oh, you okay. Know, collection of sculptures. Uh huh. So the sculptural stuff. So I, I, I can I can cross the the line there. <laughs> Away from the Tatooine and and the way I got them set up now, I got a little bit more room for some of the sculpturals. I think I got enough room for the helmets on one shelf, and then I could probably squeeze that pro droid in there if I had to. Nice, cool. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. This was episode one fifty four of Nerd Speak podcast. You can follow along with us on Facebook uh, as we live record these, and then drop them the next day on. Our subscription-based service, which is where, Ted? iTunes. Bitches. And our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter are at Nerdspeak underscore. Brian, if they wanted to help support the cast and support the podcast in any way, how could they do that? They can they can support us emotionally, physically, spiritually, and, of course, monetarily at patreon.com forward slash Nerdspeak. Whoop. All right, Nerd Nation, we will see you next week where we will be talking about the first half of Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
Brian. Peace, y'all. Ted. Have a week. See you next week, Nerd Nation. Someone else, and we all know something, but that couldn't have been the issue. Or maybe they just saying that now because they miss you. Maybe they tried to miss you. That's why you laying on your back, looking at the roof of the church. Preacher telling the truth, and it hurts. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in there.